This podcast is part of the Craftology Radio Network. Visit craftologyradio.com to learn more. And welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Craft Brews and Fantasy News Podcast. I am joined by, as they love to be introduced every time, the most esteemed uh, podcast co-hosts in the world. Corey, how you doing? I'm good, buddy. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. And of course, we can't forget about Ben. He's all over the world right now, but Ben, how you doing, sir? All over the world. I am fantastic. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. Well, guys... I know it's been a couple of weeks in between uh, since our last podcast. We, you know, we 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 recorded right before the Super Bowl. We gave our great analysis of the game that was going to be. And uh, before we get into all that coverage, what have you guys been doing for the last two weeks with your lives? Like, what have you been doing since Super Bowl Sunday? Ben can take this one. <clears throat> well, I've been uh, I've been diving into the uh, draft prospects pretty hard, so uh, that's been pretty exciting, but. My life's been a whirlwind. We're uh, we're in the middle of uh, a move, so between doing projects at the house and uh, watching hours and hours of tape, uh, that's that's basically my life. Yeah, dig it. Take take the I move. Take the move out of out of that. That's pretty much mine too. So work. <laughs> uh, we've been doing some projects around the house. We renovated our uh, guest bathroom a little bit, and. Uh, I saw pictures of that the other night. That was awesome. So, pretty much it. How come I didn't get the damn pictures, Corey? I apologize. They're not posted yet, Ben. Well, I would like to see them. I got to put watermarks. Got to put watermarks on them first before you send them off to the interwebs. That's true. (laughs) Artists got. Well, I myself. It would mean a lot to me to see them. Okay. That's all I'm saying. He's he's going to go to CVS tomorrow, wife, print off about four copies, and sign them for you. Then send them off your way. Well, Megan now would would probably love to do this at the at the new house. So, oh yeah, love it. I love the love. Uh, well, I myself have just been doing the normal thing: golf. You know, finally saw a live band. Of, you know, that was fun. Uh, cover band doesn't matter. Still live music, and uh, just been trudging away at uh, you know everything else in life. So. With that being said, it has been a crazy time in Tampa. We've all we already know who's won now at this point, and we've all seen Tom Brady. What what do they call that? DAF drunk as fuck, which was hilarious to watch, <laughs> that was, but absolutely that was deserving. Awesome. So, um, and and with that being said, I mean, guys, it was a. I thought it was a fantastic game. I want to dive into it. Bucks thirty one, Chiefs nine, nine <laughs> single digits, single so close to ten, so close. Uh, Tom Brady played a hell of a game, 21-29, with over 200 yards, three touchdowns, no picks, which was awesome. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> Ben, I love your notes, man. Garbage, 26-49. of 49. What a contrasting difference between how many passes each team threw. And he still only had uh, 270 yards, a total of 69 more uh, yards than, than Brady, but zero touchdowns. First time since, what, his sophomore year? in high school where he hasn't been part of an offense that scored a touchdown and two interceptions, big interceptions. So guys, let's dive in thoughts on the game. Uh, you know, w- before we go into these uh, other questions here that, that Ben has laid out in the format thoughts of the game, what'd you think? Well, about Brady being DAF, never heard that one before, but I enjoy it. 
Uh, Drunk as fuck. Wouldn't you? But <laughs> I mean, after going through what six up there in New England, having to wear a winter coat during a parade, then coming down here wearing a tank top, flip flops, and and swim trunks. I mean, on a yeah. boat. Come on. Yep. You know, I'm getting blackout yep. too. So, <laughs> yeah, tossing a Lombardi boat to boat. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, we kind of talked about about it before the game. I this season proved to me um, that he's the greatest of all time. And the two stats that stand out to me, I mean, of course, if you watch the game, it was obvious you knew what happened. But whenever you throw more interceptions and your attempts as a passer is more than the other quarterbacks, you lose every single time. Um, So that's pretty much it. Mahomes ran for his life. The line didn't show up. I mean, they were missing um, two key components there. They were missing. They were missing uh, their their big starting tackle, Fisher. Um, But yeah, I mean, they they just couldn't make it happen. But. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, Brady was a key factor, but that team was just, in my opinion, I can read the the, the writing on the wall. I, I feel like when it comes to playoffs now, um, as far as who, who's the hot team and nine times out of 10, they keep that momentum going. It seems like, you know, the last 20 years, it's, it, that's just the way it is. So. Absolutely. Ben, your thoughts. <clears throat> Hold on one second. This is what I wanted Tom to say. He probably was singing that, and we just didn't know. We we just weren't close enough. Well, I you wanted know? I wanted one of you know like the shoulder shake is I'm on a boat, motherfucker. Take a look at me. <laughs> okay, I like it. If 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 it doesn't sound good when Corey goes to edit this later, I'm sure he can throw in a little clip just so, so we, that the listeners out there and we can do, know what yeah, that was. Absolutely, because <laughs> that was that was going to be really awesome. Um, man, this. Yeah, I told you, you know, I should probably change the pick. And I mean, it was just a, it was a domination. The, I, I really still think, I mean, Tom Brady was efficient. He was efficient as hell. Um, he really led the team, but those defensive playmakers, you know, Shaq Barrett was incredible. Devin White was incredible. Um, Chiefs didn't know what hit him. You know, I forgot what you I forget what you said on the last podcast, Ryan. You said something like, you know, the Chiefs are on the mountain, but there's like a freight train coming up behind them. I mean, that's what it was. Uh the Chiefs weren't prepared. Honestly, looking back on, on it, I mean that Packers Bucks game might as well have been the Super Bowl. It was. And and we and we kinda yeah. we said that. I think nobody really expected the Chiefs to to struggle as much as they did moving the ball, but it it was a fun game to watch because anyone who's a fan of playing great team complimentary football, I mean that's what the Bucks did, and the Chiefs just had no chance. Uh, no, and Tom Brady just kept stepping on their throat. You know, I it's the the Chiefs the Bucks defense will get a stop, and then uh, the Bucks will get the ball back and they put up points. And I mean the Chiefs just we all knew by what was it. End of the first quarter, probably. At the end of the first quarter, we're like, oh, this is how this game's going to go? This is how the game's going to go, yeah. So, I mean, 
Good for Tampa Bay. Good for Tom. They they played one hell of a game, and they they definitely deserve to win. So, and Ben, you you know you kind of mentioned a, a really good point there. It, it, you know, it, and and I've talked to a bunch of people after the game, uh, and they were just like, "Ah, oh, it wasn't very exciting. It wasn't high scoring." I was like, "But did you see what the Bucks did to like one of the number one offenses it wasn't in the league? High scoring? What <laughs> Super Bowls have they seen before?" Well, even well, it wasn't close. Well, it, it was one it was team didn't the score. gap. One one team didn't score. I was like, "Well, did you see all the things that the Bucks were doing on defense to eliminate Kelsey, to eliminate Hill from even you know being uh, competitive within that game?" I mean, there was one point where I think it was Robo. He pointed out like the Bucks had two defensive backs and a linebacker up front covering Kelsey and then as soon as Kelsey broke through them there was two more that he was running into he was literally never open and when he was he dropped passes because he was rattled he was he was shaken up they did the same thing to Hill they literally eliminated those two players and the only thing that I thought that the Chiefs didn't do enough in this game and you can clearly see it because uh Mahomes threw for 49 passes and only only completed 26 of them I think Kelsey had like four or five drops I, I lost track after after so many but they they then in the second half they came out and started running with Elaire and I was almost like oh this could actually change things but then they kind of abandoned the run game and yeah. it really never came back out like you never saw Elaire you know running again after that first or second drive and I think the Bucks just overall they uh, exposed all of the Kansas City Chiefs weaknesses and then covered all of their strengths at the same time. It was just a, a stupendous, uh, if you will, uh, nice. coverage by defense uh, by the Bucks defense, and then you know the the Bucks offense just kept things going. You know they converted their their third down attempts. They 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 threw the ball really well, and you know I, I love what Ben pointed out here. All the touchdowns scored, you know, by the Bucks were two from Gronk, one from Brown, one for one from Fournette. Those guys weren't even on the team last year. You know, I, I I love that, um, but they just they just played lights out. They played to win the game, and it looked like the Chiefs just could not overcome uh, what the Bucks were throwing at them. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, that was a good point about uh, Kelsey. I was very impressed of what they they seem to be the only team all year to figure it out. Um, but no team in the NFL has both of those linebackers either, though. So that's that's hard to do. True. Um, good yeah. point. I, I think they just simply neutralized Hill just because Mahomes simply didn't have time to do anything. Um, that's pretty much it. That was the difference in the yeah. game. I mean, Buccaneers are good on all levels, but that pass rush, the minute, I mean. Jack Barrett's getting man. paid, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, I I bet they pay Shaq. They might let Godwin walk. I would. I mean, I just don't think you need him. I think Shaq Barrett's at his age is, is more valuable. Yeah, Tyler I mean, Johnson. You got I Tyler think's... Johnson, and yeah. you can always take another guy too. I mean, Mike Bring Evans Brown back is there. for another year, right? Right. But uh, I thought the, you know, I I did think the Chiefs' game plan was poor, and their adjustments were worse. I think you know they tried to make an adjustment, like you said, Ryan, and run the ball, which was a good, a good idea. But then they abandoned it. You know, it was like the it was a Mike McCarthy method. Uh, it, I I thought the. I don't want to take any credit away from the Bucks because I honestly, the game plan could have been great and the Bucks were just a brick wall in their way. But uh, they had no well, answers and the coaching was very, was very bad and the energy was bad. And I mean, we all knew that was the Bucks game. 
<laughs> 10 minutes in, I'm like, okay. <laughs> when Gronk, well, and you know, yeah, when Gronk uh, uh, scored that second touchdown, I'm like, okay, yep, <laughs> this is over. And Brady literally was saving him for this moment the whole year. I feel like Gronk was just like under the radar the whole year. But Ben, to your to your last point, you know who did not abandon the run game? The Buccaneers? No, no, Patrick Mahomes because he oh. had like over 480 <laughs> yards behind the line of scrimmage, running for his life. He's still he's still found, probably resting right now. <laughs> yeah, dude ran almost 500 yards himself, trying to you know stay alive and not take sacks. But man. That that's it's, that's just an incredible stat right there on itself. It is going to be yardage. interesting as far as the Bucks go with these players they brought in. Um, Shaq Barrett needing paid. Um, you know, JPP is retiring. Um, you know, do they keep Sue around? Because Vita Vase seems to be a hell of a player. I mean, they kind of play different spots, but um, they're they're going to have some decisions to make. And yeah, you know who who can they retain? I mean. Rojo, you know, Ronald Jones looked great when whenever he was healthy this year. But Fournette really formed a one-two punch um, and brings a little bit of power um, that Ronald Jones just doesn't have. So I think there's enough. I hate to say this because they're phenomenal running backs, but I really think schemes make running backs. Uh, and then for the most part, and in saying that, what I mean is this. Buccaneers have a great offensive line. Leonard Fournette has that that playoff savvy now, that toughness that you really can't teach, that you like to keep around. But I don't see why you bring back Rojo when there's a lot of great running backs, even in the middle rounds this year. Um, you'll have your one-two punch, your one-two-three punch. You know, there's just... You don't pay running backs unless they're truly special. And even when they're special outside of Adrian Peterson and a couple other ones, you know, who is that really paid off for? Uh, I, I, I would have thrown in Barkley in that conversation, but the guy just can't seem to be healthy. Um, that's what I mean. In their lives, you know, hopefully Barkley makes a return. But, you know, Delvin Cook's looking like that was money well spent. But, yeah, you know. I mean, now, yeah, I think here's the question, though. Brady might only be here one more season. So when you're looking at that, do you ha- who do you sign long term to to keep an infrastructure of when th- the time that Brady's here? Because after next season, like you know, the, if if there if anything, I think maybe most of everybody wants to come back for one more season just under Brady. But after that, I think he's probably done unless he's just going to play till he's 59. I don't know. The guy's in great shape, but. With, with that said, do you still think the same way? Yeah, I, I think I think Sue's going to come back on a team friendly deal just to be a part of the team. Um, I, I I think Rojo's going to seek money because that's what these guys coming out of their rookie contracts do. I think Godwin is probably going to get paid at least fifteen million by somebody. Jets and Raiders. I don't think I don't think the Bucks need to invest in those because you have Fournette and you have all those other receivers, you're going to get Gronk coming back. AB? You know, I, think, I think they bring back AB. I mean, I don't... I, do I would too. at least offer him a one year. Why not? He, he, you, didn't, he, you didn't hear about him outside of football the, the entire season. So why yeah. not? Well, yeah. and if Godwin's going, it's a no-brainer. So, I mean, obviously they have that in mind right. if they're going to let Godwin walk. But uh, there's so many... Buccaneers have, I think... 
I want to say I saw that they have the sixth most uh, money to spend. And did you hear the report today that the salary cap's not going down to 175? It's going to be at 185, Mm -hmm. meaning that a lot of these teams that were at, you know, like the Steelers. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like the Steelers, negative um, thirty-five million. Yeah. Well, and even oh. even the Packers now, what that means is they can stick to their plan, but they can sign Lindsley first. You know, I mean, that's huge. That money right there. Yeah. So, I think. I mean, I think the Bucks are gonna go all out again. I I think you'll let guys walk like Godwin, but then you'll bring in someone. You'll bring in someone who's five million dollars less that fits the scheme. I think that's the yep. key. Is I I like Ryan said, and like what you're saying is, I think there's an in between. I don't think you sign a player like Godwin long term. Um, Barrett's even tough, but if they're going to pay one player that, it would be him because uh, pass rushers, you need them. But I think they blend possibly like AB coming back and Fournette's coming back and maybe Sue on a good deal. Some veterans that can really help the team, but then draft again well and have another you know wave of young guys coming in. But that in between those 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 guys that that need and want that big contract, you know that th- this is their opportunity. Uh, like Godwin and, and and Ronald Jones, I th- I think you let them go because after Brady, you know it, it it's hard to line up successful teams quarterback after quarterback. Like you obviously at this point we all know that you have to have a quarterback to to win a Super Bowl. A talented yeah, oh quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. It is very rare that you see what Green Bay did. That's rare. But but Rodgers fell to them. They didn't try to get him. They didn't move up for him. But that was that was a mistake. It's just it's just so rare. Um, so I think Ben's right. I think they bring bring in some some maybe even a couple more veterans. You know, lucrative deals that could help the team. Yeah. But then of, of course try to draft well again because man, the last two drafts are incredible. I mean. You know, Winfield Jr. and Tyler Johnson and, and Werfs let up one sack all year and apparently didn't miss a snap all year from the stat I read either. Um, well, and I mean, just Jamel Dean and Carlton Davis. Yeah. I mean, Devin White. They, Devin White, they've been hitting all over. And I think, Mar-Pet. you know, I'm, I'm looking at the Bucks to kind of jump to another question we have on here, Ryan. And I'm, I'm looking at the draft and like, I look at Levante David, who's a free agent. He's a little older, but he's so good in coverage, especially with White. It's like maybe someone's going to overpay for him, but then you got the – I can't pronounce his name, but the weak side linebacker out of Notre Dame, Cor- Coromosa? Cor- Sounds way, good enough to me. Him or Zayvon Collins would be a slam dunk for the Bucks there. But at the same time, I think Zayvon Collins is a dream fit for mm-hmm. the Bucks because he mm-hmm. also can rush. And what the Bucks really need is another edge rusher with J- JPP going – um, moving on. So right, I mean that's yeah. what that's what David's kind of been. He's been the coverage rusher. Devin White's more technical, stand the ground. I'm gonna I'm I'm bigger, faster than you. You know, c- catching running backs, right? Um, he'll have his splash plays, but that Zayvon Collins, um, I think can bring a lot of those qualities. He seems like an elite uh, as far as a prospect coming out of college uh, in pass coverage for a linebacker, and also as a pass rusher. So, um, you talk anyway. about somebody fitting a team. Yeah. I mean, but they'll find a way. I mean, bucks are going to trade up and get that guy because it's going to be like, are you kidding me? Like every other team, Pittsburgh is going to have a hard time. You know, I, I know, I know Pittsburgh, uh, needs some, some serious offensive help on the offensive line, quarterback, running back, but 
if that guy's there, he's hard to pass in my opinion, unless there's a stud, you know, left. But we'll see. We'll we'll, we'll get into those talks later. But um, sorry, absolutely. Ryan, we'll get absolutely. back on track. That was just a little <laughs> no, tease. no. You're good. That no, was a little, that was a little guys, tease for the audience. I'm letting you go. I'm letting you guys <laughs> just you know go down a little bit of that rabbit hole. Uh, I'll bring you back out of that magic right, hat. Standings, Don't worry. right? Um, How do we, did you want to talk anything about the Chiefs and where they go from here, or are we good? We're like, in, in my opinion, I, I, they're they're not going to get any better. When you pay a quarterback that kind of money, uh, it doesn't. It usually doesn't get better. There, it's the and, same and offense. It's, it's the same quarterback. Yeah. Um, I think they can main, maybe maintain this level of success or possibly take a slight step back. We might see a team like Buffalo. Um, be better than them next year. We'll see. Well, yeah. we talked about that in one of our prior podcasts about how you know it's it's only uh, going up for for Buffalo right now. Yeah. Like yeah. they're the in stock that window. Is going up. They're in that they're window. In that window. Josh Allen is not forty five million dollars, and they can supply him with with talent. Go, yep. go. And they've been building that. They've been rebuilding that culture for the last three seasons. So. It's yeah. only upward for him. You know, he's got plenty of time to get himself and, and the Buffalo Bills a couple of Super Bowl runs. So, so I like th- I like that. Corey, I, I agree with you a hundred percent. I that's exactly what I see. I think if if you're the Chiefs and you're smart, I, I understand some guys were out, but you draft offensive line like like crazy. Um, you know, they're they're kind of weak all over. And but I think Mahomes is the type of quarterback. Chiefs are probably going to take the same path as let's just look at the Packers. Aaron Rodgers wins the Super Bowl. He's the MVP the next year. And every every year they're, they have a chance because Rodgers is a quarterback, right? Well, the Chiefs will always be in it because they have Mahomes as a quarterback. But you're always going to see the hot teams or some of these other teams slowly creep ahead year after year. You know, Romo made the comments about, oh, now Mahomes needs eight. I'm not totally convinced Mahomes is going to get two, so let's uh, let's start there. Because yeah. yeah, I mean, the one's Bills, hard enough. One's hard enough. I mean, for all we know, in three years the Jags are going to be the team in the AFC. We don't know. <laughs> we'll talk <laughs> about we'll, we'll talk about that with my quarterback uh, prospect rankings. But now you're right. I, I I think I mean when I take a step back, uh, what what could have helped? Uh, of course, offensive line help. So I think they're going to address depth and probably another starter or two there. Um, but with Reed, Mahomes, Kelsey, Hill, a middle of the road or better offensive line, because Mahomes can move around a little bit. You know, you don't want to see what what happened in the Super Bowl, but it doesn't need to be um, Tampa's offensive line. You know. Um, yeah. But they really, you know what they missed all season long, and it definitely showed up there. That game is pass rush. They need a serious pass rusher bad. Um, I think that yeah, that re- really could have at least helped them hang in that football game to maybe not let Tampa score as much. So, hey, before we move on, we have to talk about one thing. So I'm watching the Super Bowl, and I see Tom Brady getting Matthews grill. And nothing in my life has ever made me happier. It reminded me of Brett Favre when, like, Warren Sapp was pulling at his face mask. You know, he's like, it just, I don't know, that tenacity that Brady had, and especially, and they apologized later, whatever, but Matthew was probably talking trash. And Brady was, like, in the zone, man. And They, just, they definitely were. Yeah. And just, they, 
you telling me that doesn't rally your team? I mean, oh, he knew what he was absolutely. doing. Absolutely. It I I think the Bucks won at every level of the game including intimidation and just getting into the other team's head. I mean, have we ever seen Kelsey drop as many passes as he has? No. Well, and even like, with I, that, I, he still had more catches by like three <laughs> times what anyone else had. I mean, that's all they had was Kelsey on these uh, with those sink routes where he goes eight yeah. yards and just like sits twitches there. left or right and yeah. sits there. Still, but uh, they still got into his head. I think they got into the defense uh, head for the Chief as well. Oh, dude, you know? that secondary was all game. so rattled. I mean, <laughs> Matthew yeah. didn't even want to go in the in the in the in the tunnel at halftime. Like he was talking to himself the whole time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've never seen. They were, like they were, they were seeing ghosts out there. Yeah, they were. They were. Sam Darnold. A lot of people the, are saying, uh, "Oh, all the all the all the refs had bad calls and all this." I didn't they weren't see too bad many. Calls. They weren't bad. I think no. the only questionable call, the only questionable call at fast, uh, you know, normal speed. You're watching Evans run down the sideline. He falls down the ball. You know, it goes for a pass interference. Well, upon slow motion, you kind of look at that and you're like, eh, it kind of flopped. They tripped on That's each it. other's feet, but something like that. Uh, the guy, what was said, was playing the football. So, it, yeah, it's a coin flip. Either way, that's the only you know, one. The, the, the ones that they all freaked out about was uh, in in the red zone. Evans was going to break for a route, and Matthew was on him. This is where it all started, and Brady saw that. Matthew basically stopped Evans in his route, cut him off completely, yep. and Brady just threw the ball right up over Evans' head. Knew nobody was going to get it. Flag go on the you know on the one yard line. Boom! It's it was over. So that's yeah. that's what Brady does. It's what he's done his whole Man. career. And to be able you to can't see coach the field that play like that, you can't crazy. coach that. You can't coach that. No, no. So Jesus. it was it was mas- right. it was masterful what uh, what Brady so, did. So is he the goat of goats or just the goat of quarterback position? Is he the goat? What? What? Which goat is he? Because you know, that's I've tough, heard man. Barry yeah. Sanders and, and Lawrence Taylor were were very good. Randy Moss was very good. Uh, so he's the best quarterback of all time. But, but quarterbacks win Super Bowls, so it's hard to yeah. it's hard to judge. Uh, I mean, he's definitely the goat of quarterbacks. But yeah i I think he's the goat of NFL goats. I think he is the goat just due to championships and honestly he has so many other attributes you know had they not had all the scandals you know i think that's the only reason people still kind of hold those over his head but you know when i put this i see people talking about this on espn but they're talking as brady is brady the greatest of all time in anything so we're no. talking michael jordan we're talking i see and a lot of people are saying yes i'm going to sit here and tell you no um because I, I think Brady is he he is up there and he's been amazing. But you know what I saw MJ do on a basketball court, I I will never with my own eyes see something that truly it's, looks like greatness every single time they step out there. I I don't disagree with you, but that's a it's a conversation to have. I mean, yeah, you throw oh, Gret you throw Gretzky, Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, um, and I'm not much of a newer NBA fan, but I know I know of LeBron James, of course. Um, and I know he's moving around and won some championships, so um, you know maybe you throw his hat in a ring too. But um, yeah, I mean, those are the guys, though, right? I mean, uh, no, I, I think I, you're absolutely. I think different. you're absolutely Baseball's right. Different. I, 
You know, you could make a strong case for Tiger had he not kind of fell off when he did. If he could have just done another five years and got like five more majors, but he's also in the conversation. Serena Williams is in the conversation. Um, Some of these, Michael Michael Phelps is in the conversation. Absolutely. But I think the point of the question is like, I think we'd all agree Brady's in the conversation. No matter where you put him, he's probably you know? he's it's, probably two. He's probably in the final two of however you, yeah. And, and for 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 me personally, like it's hard to wrap my mind around somebody saying that, like Brady is the goat of goats compared to Jordan, who is the goat of goats when it comes to basketball and things of that nature. Like, I, I think I think the conversation should be in within the sport itself. Because it's hard to really gauge, like, could anybody have beaten Muhammad Ali, you know, when he was in his prime? Like, that's that's sort of where I come from with, like, the GOAT conversation. It's hard to take all the sports and say this is the GOAT of all the GOATs. But at the same time, I get why we're trying to have it. I just wonder you know, if maybe we should keep it individual the sports. One, you know what I'm saying? Like The, the, the one thing I'll the give – you're right. The one thing I'll give Brady, though, is is he's been he's been – I, I've been thinking about dominating because you you talked about Ali, and he was he's the goat of boxing. But there was a very short period where Tyson was unbeatable, and he was doing things nobody's ever done before. Um, but it was just a very short window. Brady's been doing this for twenty years. I mean, yeah. in dominating. I you mean, know, if we're if we're talking football, I think Jerry Rice is probably up there. Um, Randy Moss, know, Lawrence Taylor. I mean, there's there's. There should be a Hall of Fame, and then there should be like the, the, the hall, the like the hall, or like something. The Brady all would team. be in that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, the, the greats of the greats. Hall of Fame. You team. know, that's that's not a bad idea, Ben. Start drafting or start voting for like put a new hall together all to you know a new hall together all together for into for all the sports, and that's where we can in- start having that conversation. Yeah. Instead of gold jackets, I they agree. wear platinum jackets. <laughs> Just blind oh, I people. Love that. I love that. It's a great idea. You heard it right here on the Craft Brews and Fantasy <laughs> News podcast, people. There needs to be a new hall for all the goats. <laughs> the goat hall. Um, all right, moving on. Let's recap this real quick because we had some uh, uh, winners here. Corey and I tied from the playoff uh, eight, eight and five, uh, all the way through the playoffs to the Super Bowl. Ben fell short by one. Seven and yeah, six. But look at those records. They're winning records. That's that, those are winning records right there, boys and girls. Those are winning. You, you know, we're, maybe we're, we should we have know a podcast. What we're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. If we were all in the losers, call, we'd be like, yeah, maybe we just talk about. Yeah. Maybe maybe we should do something else. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, <laughs> that's our last our podcast ever. Yeah. <laughs> so love that. What was the prize again? I can't remember. I, it's been too long. It was beers time, or something or golf, right? Well, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna take you. We're gonna at some point this year, I'll come down and we'll golf eighteen and and get weird. I'll bring the fireball and I'll uh, I'll cover it. So all right, I'll bring the fireball. That needs, that needs to be the tradition, I think. Deal. By the way, quick plug for fireball. Public sells a big tub of it. It's like twenty individual bottles for twenty bucks. Oh, like shooters, shots. one shooters. Yeah, that's those perfect. are perfect for golf. Yeah, exactly. We'll be fucked up by the eleventh hole. Anyway, it's too late. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, it's too late. We drank it before we started. Um, 
Got a couple of off-season. Uh, are we are we good with the Super Bowl? I think we yeah. covered everything. We're good. Yeah. So uh, we got a couple off-season things that are going on, and we do want to lead you guys into uh, what's going to be coming. What we're going to be talking about in the in the very near future. We know we keep promising you this, but you know we got to live our lives too, so we can bring you content when we can. And uh, we'll be talking about all the draft news, and then lead up into the draft itself, lead up into fantasy drafts, and all all of those all awesome things. But uh, some some news today. You know, I'm just going to skip one of these lines here, Ben. Some news today: Indianapolis Colts might be set at quarterback. We talked about it before the cast, but Carson Wentz is now an Indianapolis Colt. What do you think? I mean, I mean, I, from what I've seen, is a lot of people don't like the trade, but I I like it. Who else do they have? Number one, number two. It was it was a decent trade. Um, I think, you know, and, and unless they actually do, um, what is it? If they make playoffs, then it's two first round draft picks. No, 70% uh, of the plays, 70% of the snaps, Carson Wentz has to play and make the playoffs or 75% without making the playoffs before they start losing draft picks okay. to the Philadelphia okay, Eagles. So they might, they might lose a, dra- a, a, a first. That's a smart, that's a smart deal that's, for the Colts. Yeah, the Colts. Colts did a good job I, negotiating that one. They obviously have a football team. I think they're only going to get better. Um, so I, I I see them as a playoff team. They were in the playoffs this year. I think they only get better. Um, but uh, you know, yeah, maybe he maybe he did regress. I think there was a lot of talent issues. I think he butted heads uh, with the coaching staff over there too. But. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I mean, he the year they won the Super Bowl. I know he wasn't the starting quarterback, but didn't he take them to be 15 and one? I don't think it was that many, but yeah, they no, were. It wasn't that they many. were like it was like 12 games or 13 games. Yeah, but wasn't he? He, he was the MVP though. Wasn't well, he the MVP that year? The year they won the Super Bowl. No, so the year before they won the Super Bowl, he was in contention. He didn't okay. get it, but he had a great year. Right. The year of the Super Bowl, he was having a good year. Not quite as good, but the team was awesome, and he was playing really well. And then he got injured. Foles came in, and the rest was history. Nicky Foles. But, but uh, Corey, you got more thoughts on that, or can I jump in? Yeah, yeah. Jump in. Well, I think uh, I think you're right, Corey. I mean, at the end of the day, what are your options if you're the Colts? You're a win-now team with great defense, a lot of – Good young playmakers on offense, good offensive line. Need a quarterback. Stafford's gone. You're not going to give up a bunch of draft capital to maybe go after Watson because the Texans apparently aren't going to let him go, so who knows how that's going to play out. Uh, I mean, he was the next best option. I mean, you can't tell me Darnold was a good option. That's a terrible option. (laughs) So especially in comparison to Wentz. Now, Wentz regressed, but like we were talking about earlier, the guy has what it takes. He has the tools. He has the arm. He's got it between the ears. And now he's going to a team. I think we talked about this last last pod or, or the, the one before, but Carson Wentz is a guy. Give him a really good offensive line and a team around him like he had those years he played really well. I, I think it's great. I mean, how old is he, 26? Yeah, he's not very I, old. He's not I mean, old. for you to get Wentz for a, a second and a third – if it turns into a first, it just means you're doing well, so you can live with that. But I thought Eagles Eagles got decent compensation for it was kind of like that Rams Lions trade. I felt like both teams won. That's um, that, that's a good point, and I mean that's what I thought too. Is 
okay, so what what if you do lose a first round draft pick? Like that means you're you're doing okay and you're you're you didn't take a step back. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, he will he will be as good as like I'm not gonna sit here and say he's definitely an upgrade from Rivers, because Rivers wasn't bad. But I will say he's at least that. And his ceiling is much bigger and with mm-hmm. his age and with his skill set. And don't forget that the head coach of the Colts, Frank Reich, was offensive coordinator on the Eagles when Wentz was awesome. So they're familiar. I, I, I think it was a slam dunk for the Colts. You didn't have any other good options. You're picking too late to get one of the top three quarterbacks. I I thought it was I thought it was good for both parties. I'm not I'm not going to sit here and say I expect Wentz to be awesome, but I think every I think this is a really good place for him to go. I think this is the best yeah. situation he could be in. Yep. I agree. I agree. So switching gears from uh, quarterbacks to defensive players, JJ Watt released by the Texans. All right. What do you feel about this uh, scenario going on in the NFL? Yeah. I mean, where do you think he lands? That was, that was, we all knew that was going to happen um, mid season. If you watched his pe- his press conferences, <laughs> I mean, he just did yeah. not want to be there. And with him, he 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 is declining. You know, he's he's old, he's up there in age, and he, he. I mean, he's he's a Hall of Famer. A lot of injuries. He's a, he's a, a lot he's of a injuries. First, yeah, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer though. Um, but he still can play. Not what JJ used to be, but he still deserves to be a starter in this league. If you saw his, his stats last year. Um, yeah. So where does he go? I mean. Kansas City. Uh, I don't know. You know, I, he's not going to get the deal he is like his previous deal. Um, th- there's plenty of teams that that he could go to. Um, I'm I'm here in Cleveland, and that would make a lot of sense. You know. Um, well, I think. It, well, I, but go back to your statement about the Chiefs. I haven't even thought about that being a possible suitor for him. But he wants to win a championship, and he even said like his goal with the day he came in. Uh, to to play for the Texans, that he wanted to bring a championship. They he worked tirelessly to do it, but it never happened. Right. Well, they had a chance or two, you know, a couple years ago to maybe make a good break for it. But he wants to that's, play for a team that's that's championship ready, and the Chiefs make really really good sense. I mean, I doubt he'd end up on the Bucks, but well, <laughs> uh, there's, the, the Chiefs make really really good sense. There's multiple teams, I think, and and that's the thing is, I I think he's at the point of his career where he can't pick his contract and name his price, but he can pick his team now. Um, yeah. So he's going to go where he wants to go. Um, I know and, there's people in Pittsburgh pounding the table for him, and it's like just, number one, stop. Um, you know, we, we drafted a guy last year in the third round who was phenomenal. I mean, I phenomenal I I after I after Bud went it. down, and that's our future. Why hamper the future? But also look at the cap space. We just – he uh, Watt's not going to want to play for a million dollars. So – yeah, good point. They did. They did narrow it down to four teams that he that he wants to play for. Um, Tennessee would be which, a great fit too. Well, Tennessee and the Bucks were mentioned as teams that might go after him, but they said obviously the Steelers for obvious reasons. I think if they had the money, I think that's where he'd go because it, it, honest. And I know, <laughs> I know it's our teams, but Packers and the Steelers are the two teams he would want to play for. He grew up in Wisconsin. Home. It's home. That's his where his brothers parents are still live. Pittsburgh. But his brothers are yeah. in Pittsburgh. I think Cleveland and Buffalo are are two teams. I would guess it's going to be one of those two. Um, I've heard actually that 
Buffalo is is a likely spot for JJ Watt. Um, but again, you know the Bucks with that cap space, depending on how they do things, bringing him in would make a lot of sense. You lose JPP, you know. Now, granted, JJ Watt's not an edge rusher; he's a DN. But you know, let's say you let Sue walk, and you let JPP well, walk. That's the thing: is the, the schemes is, you know, what did he play? He played a DN in a um, three-four scheme, right? Yes, pretty much his whole career. So. Right, it might have been a fourth. I I can't even. But he's like he the guy has played everywhere, like he's even played standing up. Right. So uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I know he's played you know inside. He's played outside. He doesn't. He's not a stand up guy. He puts his hand in the dirt. So I mean, I think at this point of his career, you know, an end in a three four or inside of a four three probably makes the most sense. I don't think he's going to be that quick, bendy three four edge rusher. Um, which is another reason I don't think it was a, it was a fit for Pittsburgh is because we, I don't know if we have a spot for him. But um. so I I think the biggest thing about JJ Watt and this is why teams are going to go after him: locker room and energy. Bingo. He's an amazing human being. He's high energy. He's going to get the most out of his teammates, <clears throat> even though he's thirty two years old. I'm sorry, but we got. Dean Lowry, Montrevious Adams, you know, garbage one, thing two, thing three, garbage five. I mean, it's just a bunch of trash behind Kenny Clark. <laughs> I would, I would, I mean, JJ Watt at 32 is, would be an amazing defensive lineman for the, the, especially with his run support, his strength, you know, taking up double teams. He can still I don't, play. He can still play. He's he can not still play. What he was five years ago, but he can still play and he belongs in this league. But, like you said, his leadership is the main reason I was like, you know what, I would like him in Pittsburgh it, just for that reason, man. Like, that guy will get that whole team, not even just the side of the ball, I think, the whole team mentally right in the locker room. So You know, I, and, I, and picking up on what you just said there, though, I think Watt already kind of does that uh, for the Steelers, the Watt we have. Uh, <laughs> somewhat. Would there be any somewhat? Co- somewhat. Yeah, somewhat. Somewhat. <laughs> well, you know, you would there be it, any conflict there? Like that. That might be a little. JJ's eh, the bigger brother, and from the press conferences and everything, TJ's quieter. He can get loud on the field in some instances, but I don't see him talking with other players I like JJ. I, I honestly think it's big brother, middle brother. Mm. Well, actually, TJ's the youngest. So I think there's that part of it. I think he's, you know, I think he's a phenomenal football player, and I think he is somewhat of a leader, but not – I think J.J. is one of the best leaders on the defensive side of the ball we've seen the past 10 Makes years. Makes sense. Yeah, Makes I sense. agree. So Ben wants him to go to the Packers, and we want him to go to the Steelers. Got it. Okay. <laughs> I, for the record, <laughs> I, I don't think – Packers are going to make that happen, but I do think it is a realistic fit. Because if you if he wants to go to a team that's going to win, there's probably what maybe eight teams on his list, and uh, I don't think JJ Watt at this point in his career cares about money. He's going to get at least five million wherever he goes, and the thing he's made so much money in his career, I really think he wants to go home. He wants to go with his brothers, or he wants to win a championship. All he cares. Knowing J.J. Watt, he probably wants a championship. Fortunately for our teams, we're kind of always in that conversation. But 
Yeah, I'll yeah, be really. It, it, it's pretty much like you said. Who made the playoffs last year? Probably going to be one of those eight teams. Well, mm-hmm. more now, but. Well, I can guarantee you. I will. I would <clears throat> bet my house that he goes to a team that was in the playoffs last year. Well, There's... Ben, you're kind of between houses right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. My I'm hypothetical. Kidding. My hypothetical. House, I would bet. Ben's homeless. He broke into somebody else's house and he stole their their microphone and their their camera. That's right. Yeah. Um, the police are coming. They're on their way. We got to wrap up this podcast so we can get out in time. <laughs> I love it. All right. Is there anything left to cover with this uh, particular part of the segment? Because I do feel like we've given it a lot of coverage to the Super Bowl and everything else in between. And I really want to introduce this next part, which is to basically be a teaser. So, are we good with what we've had? I feel like we are. Yes? Yes. Cool. So, guys, girls, ladies, gentlemen, whoever you are out there listening to our podcast, here's what's uh, what to look forward to next because we are going to be bringing you a lot of content uh, over the next few months leading up into the next 2021 NFL football season. Might even cover some other sports here or there. We, know, we don't know. We, you, we might surprise you just with a zinger, you know, maybe some cricket. I don't know. <laughs> Polo. Who knows? But draft season – is upon us. So in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be talking about standouts from the senior bowl. Ben goes through his wide receiver grades and he's got a list. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, Corey's going to go through his quarterback grades, free agency, frenzy, team fits, things of that uh, nature. So uh, where does this go from here? This is like a fast, fast runoff of notes. Is that what it is? Sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm talking so fast. Uh what is wait? Okay, so, I might have to edit so, this part. So yeah. next, did I go too quickly? No. So next week specifically, we'll we'll get into okay. the Senior Bowl. I'll do receivers. Corey will do quarterbacks. Yep. We'll kind of look Thank at you. some some team fits for maybe some so, prospects we talk about. Um, yeah. So so every week, Ben and I will be talking about uh, a certain position that we've studied through the week. Um, you know, it's probably not going to be a super deep list at, at, at the time being, but you know, top ten, top twenty kind of thing of that position. Um, we'll talk about how, you know, those guys grade out in our opinion and maybe some comps, um, and you know, some predictions as far as that goes. So, yeah. And then we got free agency, free agencies only a few weeks away. So we'll dabble in that too. I love it. I love it. I look forward to bringing all sorts of energy to moderating between you two talking about all your grades. I love it. Uh, and, and learning along the way because, guys, if you haven't noticed by now, Ben and Corey are two very, very knowledgeable people. I'm just here to narrate. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my job. Hey, you bring the so, pizzazz. Uh, I bring the pizzazz. And you are the most esteemed one on this podcast. Oh, don't, don't. You know, my face is already red enough, Corey. Tan a lot. <laughs> but, ladies and gentlemen, I think that this has been a fantastic evening. Uh, with both of you guys talking about everything we've talked about and look forward again to the coming weeks. But uh, where can the good kids find you? I think we're going to go ahead and close this out. So where can the good kids find you? Corey? The usual. Facebook, Instagram for now. Uh, Knucklehead Recording Studios on Instagram. Um, that's that's the dealio, yo. Uh, we're working it. on another new song with under the the, uh, the band name Sync, S-I-N-K. Uh, so that'll be dropping hopefully in the next uh, few weeks. Mm, maybe we can play a little clip towards the end of one of those shows when that drops, just to get the list. Yeah, put a little link in maybe. the bio. 
type deal. I love it. Uh, ben, how about yourself? I don't even know what state you're in right now. So, yeah, I'm in a I'm in a crazy state. Is what I am. Um, um, yeah. So I'll have uh, I have a group on Facebook, Green and Gold Lifers, that'll focus really specifically on the draft um, and free agency for the Green Bay Packers. Um, I have the same handle for my Instagram where I'm actually going to focus on all draft content um, for all team, really just based on prospects and and uh, rumors, reports, stuff like that. So uh, Green and Gold Lifers, check it out. I love it. I love it. I love it. As, as always, you guys can find me at rye, rye underscore guy on Instagram or rye underscore guy 813 on Instagram. I changed my Instagram handle quite a bit. It just depends on what kind of mood I'm in. Uh, but also join us on the Craft Brews and Geek News Facebook page because that is the umbrella that we work within, which is the Craftology Radio Network. But a uh, bunch of other things going on with the Craft Brews and Geek News uh, Facebook page. We also, if you uh, want to tune into our Craftology Radio Network channel, you can find things like This Week in Geek. You can find a whole bunch of other juicy nuggets of pop culture besides just football news. You know, we, we are an umbrella of trying to just bring so many different things your way for your listening enjoyment, whether you're traveling to work or you're just trying to pass the time while you're not working or maybe you're working from home and you still want to pass the time. Either way. Boys and girls, as we say at the end of every episode, Ben. I'm on a boat, motherfucker. Take a look at me. Oh, I love it. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, we will see you soon. Keep on living on. Good night. This podcast is part of the Craftology Radio Network. Listen, we get the Craft Brews and Geek News show is way better than it ought to be. If you'd like to learn more about other shows that we have on our network, please subscribe to the Craft Brews and Geek News podcast. Visit craftologyradio.com to learn more.